Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Straight Outta Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27. Back with another fire episode. And today, we have a whole lot of Marvel news. Give a round of applause and let the animals go off. Because it's about to be a fire episode. Because, man, it's just so much to talk about. We got uh, celebratory news. And we got controversial news. So you already know. You you know you know why I got this King shirt on. Just in case I got a choker, bitch. <laughs> uh, and, of course, me, I'm not laughing at no domestic violence throw that out there but uh definitely definitely have to had to keep it light to start off before we get into the horrific news that started this week but uh and then you already know we're gonna end this thing with march movie madness the last one and what was the movie i went to go see dungeons and dragons so y'all know how it goes if you ain't seen it you're gonna see it stop it when i tell you to stop it and come back and I see a lot of y'all coming back, man. Hey, I, 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 I love it, man. I, I love that a lot of people appreciate these March Movie Madnesses uh, or these March Movie Madness uh, podcasts and videos. I really uh, had a good time this month doing it. I've never been to the movie theaters so much in my life. It's actually crazy. Like, I've never been to the movie theaters four, no five consecutive weeks in a row like that shit and it's gonna be six because i'm gonna do uh the super mario or super smash brothers uh review so man so much movie theater uh going so much popcorn is crazy but we are here so uh okay so before we get into that before we get into the marvel news of the week Please, we are at 33. I just checked it. Or is it 34? We are at 33 five-star ratings. 33 five-star ratings on Spotify. Please, can we get that to 40? Can we bump that up to 40, guys? I really appreciate the love. I mean, bro, now I got two sponsors. We're going up. We going up, baby. Straight out of Marvel. Don't A. We independent and we going up, baby. And uh, and can we please get your Apple Podcast one slacking? Can we please get eighty? I think we still stuck at seventy six five star ratings or uh, ratings reviews. Can we please get to eighty on Apple Podcast? Straight out of Marvel. Just go ahead, like that. We because we like that. Like that because I'm like that. Yeah, do that for your boy. All right. All right, let's get into this Marvel news, man. No more prolonging. Okay, finally, please. Can we give a round of applause, finally? Why? Because Secret Invasion is officially debuting on Disney Plus June 21st. 
They are kicking off the summer with Samuel L. Jackson, and I guarantee you, we gonna get a motherfucker. So yeah, light it up, smoke up that exotic for Disney Plus, light up them backwoods, light up them blunt wraps, pour up that, pour, no, pour up that expensive so we can get offensive. <laughs> Yo, that's huge news. So officially, we get six months with no Marvel content. That's the bad part on Disney+. Plus. I find that, I'm sorry, I find that enough to riot over. Like, seriously. So, yeah, we officially six months with no Disney Plus Marvel shows. If you like The Mandalorian, good for you. But me, that's a little, that's the only thing that's disappointing when you hear that, right? You're like, damn, six months? What you gonna put out put out Ant-Man? The same Ant-Man that's not even gonna that's gonna yo, how Ant-Man 3 gonna be the lowest, the lowest on the totem pole of the Ant-Mans? That's supposed to be the biggest. But uh I digress. But yeah, so Secret Invasion. How y'all feeling about that? Too late, right time, everybody out of school, kids out of school. I don't know. I think that's cool. But the only thing about that is you're talking about right in the heart of vacation. Like everybody going to be on vacation then. So is people going to really be watching like at June 21st? You're talking about the first day of summer? Holy. Damn. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But still, I'm at least excited to get a date. And that means... We will be getting a full trailer soon. I'm thinking maybe maybe middle of April, which is in a couple weeks, or top of May. So middle April, maybe towards the end of April, top of May for sure, because you got to give it at least a month and a half to uh, get some circulation out there. So yeah, I'm cool. Uh, I'm cool with that. And keeping it, let's keep it on. Secret Invasion, right? So officially, Amelia Clark's character in Secret Invasion is confirmed to be Talos' daughter, Gia, who was introduced in Captain Marvel. So yeah, you know they was gonna have to bring her back. I'm I'm excited about that, bro, because y'all know I love Captain Marvel. It's one of my favorite movies in the MCU. I hate that so many people be having it ranked so low. It's definitely one of my favorites. Like, I really love Captain Marvel, and she was a good character because she was pure, and I think, and I feel like that's why the dad was like that, you know? That's why Talos ended up going out like he did, because of his daughter. So, you know, and, yeah, the love that fathers have for daughters, we're going to talk about that in March Movie Madness when we uh, discuss Dungeons and Dragons, but it's a real thing, man. So I really enjoy, I really uh, enjoy when they bring that connection in and you see why this person, because I'm pretty sure if Talos didn't have a daughter, he'd have been way more savage. But instead, you know, he was like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for my baby girl. So I love that. I love that. And let's talk about this. So Samuel Jackson says Nick Fury's absence from Earth after Avengers Endgame is partly due to him being shaken by the death of Iron Man. 
And he says, he's up there trying to process what the fuck happened. See, I'm telling you, we getting a what the fuck. Y'all think I'm playing. We getting a what the fuck. Samuel Jackson going to drop a what the fuck. But that's interesting, right? Because I really didn't think about it too. I really didn't think about it too much. But now when I really think about it, I mean, Iron Man was the first one he recruited, right? He's the first one he recruited. He was at the end of Iron Man, I believe. Iron Man, was it Iron Man one or Iron Man two? In one of the post credit scenes, he he was there. He was he's been there from the beginning, and Iron Man has been his top dog. So, yeah, I could see why. I mean, you got to think about it. Captain America, he didn't die. Like he just went and back and lived his life. So you can't do anything. You can't feel anything but happy for Cap or angry because he's a selfish prick. But I just think that the fact that we never really talked about Samuel Jackson or Nick Fury grieving Iron Man, I don't really think that's been talked about enough. So I'm actually glad that Samuel Jackson brought that up because I don't think it's been talked about enough. I mean, we seen him. He was like the head dude in charge at the funeral. Like he was pretty much the <clears throat> he was pretty much the last one they panned on, right? At the Iron Man funeral. And then after that, we don't really see Samuel Jackson anymore. So he's kind of just been out here really grieving the fact that Iron Man left him. Now, the only thing, yeah, that makes sense. Cause we didn't find out he was in space until Spider-Man far from home so yeah it, it actually does make sense because i was like well maybe he's been uh talos been switched out but that does kind of make sense he was like you know what hey talos hey man can you yo i did you a favor back in cap like back in them days helped you get off help like you know help help your people and all of that escape and be free i need you to do me a favor now i need you to portray as me because I need a damn vacation. You know I'm the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or not S.H.I.E.L.D. Probably not S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. But whatever he the head of. You know I'm that I'm the head dude in charge. And. Uh, or no. I think it's S.W.O.R.D. now. I think it's S.W.O.R.D. now. But anyways. So you like. Yeah. You know I'm the head dude in charge. I can't take any days off. I can't have any vacations. I really need to clear my head. After the tumultuous. What? 17 years it had been think about think about all the chaos that's happened ever since iron man became iron man think about it and actually you would say that uh nick fury's been going through it since 1990 what was it 91 i forget when uh captain marvel captain marvel take place captain marvel takes place in 1995 okay so you got to think, from 1995, you got to think, from 1995, this man has been going through hell. Think about everything that happened. The aliens come, think it's an alien invasion. How the hell we get there? Okay. The aliens come initially in 95, then everything's cool. After that, he lost his eye. He lost his eye, man. What the hell? So that happened. Ooh. 
So that happens. That shit's not cool because of the damn cat. Shout out to Goose. But that was that was messed up what Goose did. I ain't like that. I ain't like that. And I fuck with cats. I fuck with cats, but I ain't like what Goose did. So that happens. And then all of the little bullshit aside from <clears throat> the big shit, right? <clears throat> all of the little shit, like think about what really happened. I feel like Iron Man stuff was pretty much grounded. And then you have Captain America and his movie. They trying to kill Samuel. They trying to kill Nick Fury. He had to fake his death and shit. Like that was in 20, uh, 2012 or 20, no, 2013. Like think about all of the stuff that happened. And then on top of that, the aliens came to visit in 2012. Like Nick Fury has been through hell. And then you get all the way. You get all the way to Infinity War. You should have went for the head. Bah! Snap motherfuckers out of existence. And then he gone for five years. And then you come back and it's the fight of the, the fight of the century against Thanos. We win. But for us to win, Iron Man had to sacrifice himself. It was no winning in that situation. Like, so I'm pretty sure my boy Nick Fury was like, yeah, man, I need to just go kick up, kick, kick my feet up and just you see, we, yo, where my where are my shoes? So yeah, shout out Nick, shout out Nick Fury, man. Nobody ever asked, nobody ever asked how Nick Fury doing. Never. It's all it's it's always oh Wanda lost vision, and that's why she had the right to take over a whole town. Really, it's always oh. Doctor Strange, he lost his hands and lost all his hoes. Oh, I love you in every universe, 3,000. But nobody ever asked, how Nick Fury doing? Is Nick Fury okay? Who else has some, some, yo, I really think that's all. It's really, it's really Wanda with the trauma, man. It's really Wanda. Miss Marvel was pretty much, it wasn't too bad on the trauma. It's really Wanda. Like, oh, she's been through so much. Well, she has. Let's not forget, her parents got blown the fuck up. Like, yo, her parents got blown the fuck up. So that's one. And then her brother got killed because he's supposed to be the fastest man in the world, but he couldn't dodge bullets. It was so weird. Like, what is that? What is that? How you the fastest man in the world, but you can't dodge bullets? Well, he was so fast. He was because when you look at it from the perspective of how he was in the uh uh what movie was that? Oh, the X those X-Men movies, bro. It's not even close. Like, it's like he was freezing time, he was so fast. I don't understand why uh Pietro couldn't, I don't know, maybe because he wasn't Quicksilver. How about that? So, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, and then think about, and then think about the whole Black Panther shit. Everybody caring about that, which, come on, obviously Black Panther, child with, but still nobody asked about how Nick Fury was doing. So, I, I totally agree 
for his reason and I'm like, yo, I don't even want to be on earth, bro. Get me up out this bitch. So yeah, that's cool. I think that is all. I believe that is all of the news for Secret Invasion. So yeah, see you guys June 21st. Remember, when you see it changed up, because you know how I do when it's when it's TV show time, it will be straight out of Marvel, a secret invasion podcast. I'm gonna get that logo to look so hard, bro. So yeah, please be on the lookout for that. All right, now let's talk to a little Daredevil. A little Daredevil. Vincent D'Onofrio has confirmed that there are plans for a season two of Disney Plus's Daredevil Born Again. And then he says, by the second season, there are gigantic payoffs. The fans are going to really get what they want. Yo, they hyping this shit up. Hey, remember that meme? They Remember that meme when he put in the gas, the gas tank to the uh, bicycle? Like, yo, he trying to gas it up. Like, that's what Vincent D'Onofrio doing. He trying to gas it up. Like, bro, we already here. We know we know Daredevil's getting a season two. I mean, only way it wouldn't is is if something happened with uh, you know, the, the character, God forbid. So, or not the character, the actor. So yeah, we already know that's coming. But regardless, I'm still here for it. Now let's get into some let's get into some Deadpool shit. We got Deadpool things to talk about so this is what they're saying deadpool 3 will be majorly focused on deadpool versus the tva check mark for kevin owen wilson's agent mobius and tara strong's miss minutes will have major roles in the film and i'm pretty sure this is some rumor this is the rumor part of the news and deadpool will use cables technology device to time travel Check mark. We already seen that. Deadpool 3 will officially be the first crossover event of the MCU and Fox Marvel Universe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All of that sounds super interesting. I did say I was wondering how were they going to bring Deadpool into this universe, right? And the TVA just makes the most sense because all of the things that he did at the end of Deadpool 2, if you're going to say that all of these things had to happen for, you know, this and blah, blah, blah to happen, it would make sense that the TVA would get involved and then that's how he would end up being in the main universe because he was playing with time, right? That's the only way I could see now, I don't know if I said Miss Minutes would be in it, but it just it just makes sense, you know what I mean? It doesn't it you really wouldn't think it would go any other way. I mean, bro, the TVA has to be a big part because how else do you explain Deadpool just being in the MCU unless unless you just say, "Ah, well, he's been here this whole time." That's the only way you can get away with that. Oh, he, he's been there this whole time. We don't know. Who knows? So, yeah, that's the only way you get away with that. 
So I think that's cool. And more Deadpool news. We got Karan Sony and Leslie Ugoms returning for the next Deadpool installment. You know, she was the blind lady, uh, Leslie Ugoms. And you know, Karan was the taxi driver. Very good, very good side pieces. Very good side pieces for a film. Now, all we need is Ozzy Beats to be announced as Domino returning back. And we golden. We are golden. The only thing is like, would it be too would it be too much for Zazie Beats to come back? Because I think she's grown past just being some like a side piece. Like she needs to be a prominent character because she was so good as Domino. Like, oh my God. Like when I first seen the, the trailer. And I was like, and it was like, oh, it was power, or not even the trailer. When I first watched the movie, uh, Deadpool 2, and it was like, yeah, her power is luck. I was like, that sounds dumb as hell. And then when I watched it, I was like, this looks like the coolest shit ever. Like, I thought it was so cool what she did. So I think I think this is going to be fire. And I can't wait to see uh, Deadpool 3. Now, only why I say that she might would have a limited role because remember we are bringing Logan back in this film. This film should be around 2026. I don't think Logan dies until 2027 in the uh, Logan film. So that, that would make sense. You could just say, Oh, it was in this universe because we haven't caught up to that universe yet, which I don't know, considering how things are going, in the MCU, but Deadpool 3 got to come out within like the next couple years, right? It it shouldn't be all the way until 2026 or yeah, 2026 or nothing crazy like that. So they shouldn't have to time jump so far. The only thing is it's already like 2025 in the MCU right now. It's already like 2025. So yeah, kind of cutting it close. Kind of cutting it close. Deadpool will use cables technology device to time travel. I mean, that just only makes sense because that's what he was doing. And I'm pretty sure he's going to do probably him killing. Does he? You think he kills baby Hitler? Maybe him killing baby Hitler will lead, lead him into the TVA jail. And I'm like, bro, if Loki could bust out the TVA, I know damn well Deadpool can. And I'm not trying to shit on Loki. I'm just saying. Especially TVA now that it's a little different with uh, Kang being exposed. Not the TVA that your, uh, that your grandma used to. You know? The multi this is the, the open multiverse TVA. Deadpool 3 will officially be okay. Okay, matter of fact. So Owen Wilson's Agent Mobius and Tara Strong's Miss Minutes will have major roles in the film. Now, as far as Miss Minutes, I don't know about major roles. Like, how can a damn clock have a major role? Like, she she have a role. I doubt major. And even Owen Wilson, I don't know about major role. They may play a key role in the film, but like 
have major roles, having a major role, I'm not sure about that. Not sure about that. So, yeah, take that with a grain of salt, as you will. Now, let's talk about Deadpool 3 officially being the first crossover event for MCU and Mar or Fox Marvel. Yeah, as a, it's actually a damn shame, to be honest. It's really a damn shame. When you look at it from the perspective that Marvel Studios officially regained X-Men's film rights over four years ago, yet a title MCU Mutants movie has yet to be announced. Why is it taking so damn long? First of all, the only thing I can say is COVID. Got to remember, taking that one year off, it, it, I mean, come on, you're taking a year off, so now we're a year behind with everything. Remember, John Wick and John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4, which honestly, thank COVID for this, was supposed to be released on like the same day. I remember it, it was like, Supposed to be released on like the same day in 2020 or something like that. Didn't happen because of COVID. So, I mean, a lot of things got pushed back. And think about that was 2020. The damn movie just came out 2023 in March. So shit got pushed back and it got pushed back years, it seems like. So I get why it's taking so long. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, damn, did Disney bite off more than they can chew? Really think about that. Now you got all of this stuff. You got the whole Marvel catalog. No, except for Sony, except for what Sony owned, which is the Spider-Man shit. Thank God. Honestly, I ain't even going to lie to you. I don't even want, I remember I wanted Spider-Man to be a part of some uh, Disney I don't anymore. I really don't. Keep doing adventure or whatever, and I might actually be glad when Marvel and uh, so when Disney and Sony part ways with the Spider-Man stuff, and we can get more Spider-Man films. Because at least for Sony, they only have to worry about Spider-Man and what he has to contribute to their universe with with uh, Disney and Marvel, what they got going on, it seemed like they can't really juggle having to deal with making TV shows and making movies at a high level at the same time. And then couple that with, okay, now how are we going to introduce all of these characters from Fox, which is the X-Men and Fantastic Four? Like, because that's all Fox really had, right? I can't really think of anything else popping that Fox had besides X-Men and Fantastic Four's rights. But even think about that, the X-Men was its own universe. Like, it's not like X-Men is just a couple characters. Like, it's a, its own universe. They had separate movies with... They had X-Men Origins. Like, you know what I mean? Logan and all of this stuff. I don't think that well, for one, you don't plan on the pandemic happening. And I think with that, it just they rushed a lot of things. Rest in peace to Victoria Alonso's Marvel career. Like, I just think a lot of things start getting rushed and they show that they aren't good right now with putting out quality in the amount of time with so much quantity. It just, it's it's I don't know. I don't know. 
And even then, I kind of feel like with them doing Deadpool 3, yeah, it's the first crossover, but it's still it's still Ryan Reynolds. Like, Ryan Reynolds is going to be running the show. Like, come on, we're not going to sit here and play dumb. Ryan Reynolds is that guy. He's that guy in Hollywood right now. So, I mean, and then you'll be able to, you 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 already kind of got a story because you don't have to create a story. And so far, I like Shang-Chi and Eternal, Eternals, but a lot of the new stories that Marvel is creating, people just aren't messing with. People didn't like the Eternal story. They don't like the She-Hulk story. Like, People was lukewarm on Miss Marvel. So I don't know, man. I just think it's it's a lot for them to juggle, and it may be too much for Disney to juggle. What do you guys what, what y'all think about that? Okay, and uh breaking news: Disney has laid off Marvel Entertainment chairman Ike Perlmutter. I don't know who that is, but uh rest in peace to his Marvel career. I mean, I don't know. It seemed like uh, it's been hell to pay. With Ant-Man 3 flopping so hard. That shit flopping harder than a fish out of water. I mean, damn. Holy. I don't understand why it flopped so hard. I did not have a desire to go see it a third time, though. Like, so far, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. With Marsh Movie Madness, if I put Ant-Man 3 in there, I think the only movie... I think it would be better than Scream 6 and uh, I think it would be better than Scream 6 and uh, what was the other one? Definitely better than Shazam. But I don't know. Was it better than Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe. I think so. But it's definitely not better than John Wick. Like I still have a, a burning desire to go see John Wick a third time. Now, I didn't see Creed 3 a second time, but I really enjoyed it. Like, seriously, I really enjoyed Creed 3. So I don't know. I think that movie just tanked so hard. It's, it, it's just hard to get away from, you know, the super L that they took. And I don't think Marvel wants to be taking L's right now. Okay, now we got some Spider-Man news. You know, Spider-Man, my favorite. I'm always ready for Spider-Man news. So officially, Sony has announced the Spider Within, a new in-universe Spider-Verse short debuting in June. Now, I don't know what... Oh, actually, it's supposed to debut at some uh, film festival. So, yeah. Now, I don't know when it's going to come out officially, and I don't know where it's going to come out. You know I keep you guys posted. But they said this is just going to be uh, Miles Morales just doing Spider-Man stuff. Not having to deal with the multiverse and none of that. Just Spider-Man stuff. And we are here for that. Like, we want just Spider-Man stuff. The multiverse stuff is, is cool. But can we get back to just superheroing, please? Can we get back to the, the good old days of just being a superhero? Going to save, going to save an old lady from being robbed. Can we get back to that? Just sometimes, just a little bit. You know, everything is so cosmic these days, which I'm not mad at. Not mad at. Everything is so quantum, so multiversed. 
But yeah, I'm cool. I'm so happy for that because think about it. The movie come out in July, so we're going to get a short in June and then July, boom, hit you with a banger. You know in across the Spider-Verse, it's going to be a banger. It has no choice but to be a banger. Like the first movie was so good, you you better come with a fire one for the for the second film. You better. You better or it's your ass. Okay, now we got three Captain America topics to talk about. It's a rumor that Julia Lewis-Dreyfus will reportedly appear as Val in Captain America New World Order. Uh, yeah. Duh! Like, bro, Val is like Wong at this point. She's going to be in pretty much everything coming up until Thunderbolts. And then Thunderbolts, she's going to get, like, whatever. She might get sniped or whatever the hell. Or she might just keep going. But, yeah, bro, Val is like the Wong at this point. She's going to be in everything, especially something that's surface level. Because even though Wakanda Forever is was a lot of it was in the water and it was in Wakanda and all that, it's still surface level shit. It's not like, oh, well you know, we on the moon with it or, you know, like Captain America or like the original Captain America or we in a different planet with the Guardians. Like, we're not doing any of that. So I could understand anything that's surface level, you will be seeing Val. Like, bro, that's just common sense. Like, I, oh my God. You want me to print, pretend to be shocked? I don't know. But yeah, I still reported it. Is it three? No, I thought it was three. Oh, we got two of Captain America. Okay, cool. So the last Captain America 4, their new Captain America 4 set photos have revealed the first look at Incredible Hulk's Liv Tyler back as Betty Ross. That's cool. I'm happy about that. I mean, how can you be mad at that? She was cool in the first, the first Incredible Hulk. I mean, that movie bad though. I don't, I don't care what nobody say. That's how bad She Hulk was. People were trying to act like that movie was fire, but regardless, well, I ain't gonna say it was bad. I actually think it was better than. Remember that the Incredible. The, oh my God, that first Hulk. Oh my God, that movie was. Oh, damn, that movie was ass. And my dad took me to the movie theaters to see that. I'm trying to think what year that was. But whenever it came out, my dad took me to the movies to see that shit. Boy, I thought that movie was horrible. But that was at that time when they was making a lot of cringe superhero movies. But Spider-Man was always the gold standard, right? Okay, Demetrius Gross. Grosse, gross, has reportedly been cast as the Grim Reaper in Marvel Studios' Wonder Man Disney Plus series. Now, yes, uh, they did swap out the race because we're not gonna. You know, y'all know me. I don't. I don't have to. I'm black, so I don't have to tiptoe around the race subject. Hey, man, like I, I told y'all, it's our time. It's time. It's 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 
it's time. It's the minorities' time. And when I say minorities, I mean the blacks, the Hispanics, uh, the blacks, the Hispanics, the deafs, is what I'm saying, and the gays. Bro, every I feel like every movie, every TV show is super diverse now, diverse cast, race swapping everywhere. You want to tell the same stories with the same white people, it's not gonna happen. Like just it's just not. And I get it. People people feel like so weird about it, or they like, oh my God, because Grim Reaper is a white dude in the comics. Well, if you're gonna make Black Adam, or <clears throat> cut that out. I said Black Adam. If you're going to make Wonder Man black, of course, his brother should be a black guy. So that just makes sense, right? That's the liquor. Why the hell I say Black Adam? Yeah, it just it only makes sense that it's going to happen like that. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. And it's going to be a Disney Plus show. I'm telling you Disney Plus need more shows. So all of this special presentations and shit. I can't believe I'm about to be paying six months of Disney Plus with no Marvel, no new Marvel content besides Ant-Man 3. Holy. Holy. Ooh, trying to avoid the topic. Y'all know I am. I got one more before I get to the heavy topic. Uh Okay, rumor, while we still on Wonder Man, Ed Harris from Westworld, which that's not where I know him from, has reportedly joined the cast of Marvel Studios' Wonder Man series. They don't specify who, let's see, Ed Harris, American actor, so I'm talking about, where do I know him from? He was just in Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I know him from the Truman Show. Okay. Because I was like, where do I know him from? Yeah, I know him from the Truman Show and the Abyss. Yeah, he's in Apollo 13. Yeah, this this, this guy's a GOAT. <clears throat> just like, where don't I know him from? Yeah, this guy's a GOAT. Shout out to him. Uh, I can... Yo, Marvel, yo, Marvel, regardless of what you say... And we're going to talk about it in a minute. They might have missed on one. But I feel like all of the casting has been spot on. Like, every casting has been, like, low-key perfect. I can't think of one person that they cast where I'm like, nah, they, well, uh, I think Cassie, the new, the new updated Cassie, that might have been a miss. I ain't going to hold you. That, that might have been a miss. I don't know about that one. But other than that, they been they be on fire, bro. They be on fire with the casting. Oh, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Let me go to uh MCU the direct and just make sure. Uh, Simi Liu, Liu says Shang-Chi 2 would deliver all of the amazing action that we were celebrated for on the first movie. 
Duh. I hope so. I don't even know I read that. Like, wouldn't you think that it wouldn't only be the same but better? Like, duh. I would hope that would be the case. <clears throat> Were they going to deliver worse action? Because the action for Shang-Chi, I mean, it's definitely the best action in any Marvel movie, period. Like, those fight scenes, bro, whew, you ain't going to never find one better than that. Ever. Mm. All right. I can't hide anymore. Got to talk about it. From between last episode and this one, Jonathan Majors, the actor who plays King and is set up pretty much for the next four years to be the biggest thing in Marvel, has caught a domestic violence case allegedly strangling his girlfriend his baby mom that he lives with to the point where she had marks to where when the police seen the marks on her they took him to jail even though he called the police so uh this is crazy right it's 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 pretty crazy i mean Considering the month that he had is actually sad. I mean, now he's denied these allegations. And this is when I was like, yo, this guy must be really a great actor. I've never seen so many white people. I'm talking about white people too. You know the brothers, you know the brothers, we're gonna be there because bro, we don't we don't want to be like, damn. I can't like we just want to assume people be lying because you want to see the best in people. Right. I never seen so many white people coming to the defense of a black man who choked out a white girl. I was like, wow, they were trying to sweep that shit under the rug. Crazy. So. It come out soon as soon as this report comes out, then another report that the lawyer, the lawyer was like, he vigorously denied it. And then this is what got me. He said, he's probably the victim in this case. I'm like, bro, you my lawyer. What you mean probably? Probably. You better be the victim or that's your ass, man. So he's probably the victim in this case, which is crazy to me. So I'm like, damn. Okay. And then he said, and we got it on video. We got this shit on video, bro. Gotta take a sip. Y'all pour up that expensive. We might get offensive. We might get offensive. Man, take another sip. <sighs> Things might get offensive. So, after all of this comes out, I'm like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. It's on tape, bitch. I even see another dude in the Marvel group I'm in. He like going hard. Because, bro, we we just... It's all about community. Guys ride for guys. Women ride for women. And if you're black, you're going to ride for the black man. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, come on, bro. It's, it's like that. You're going to always try to ride with your people until you know the fucking facts. And then when you get proved otherwise, that it is what it is. You get proved otherwise, and you got to just take that pill and swallow it. So, 
I'm sitting here because I read that it was all of this stuff coming out and you had you had a picture of a guy on Twitter. And this is why I say your Twitter is just such a dangerous place. So you had a guy a couple weeks ago and he was like, there's a certain actor, which I don't like this pussy shit. He was like, there's a certain actor in Hollywood that's a real bad guy that everyone's trying to prop up to be such a, a, a good and generous guy, but soon it will come to light. Right? This happened. Now, when the whole Jonathan Majors things come out, this motherfucker right on his Twitter, ding, 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 ding. Okay. So you just knew he was going to choke his bitch? You just knew he was going to choke his chick up. What the hell? Oh. You just knew he was going to choke his chick up? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So that was that. And then I seen something that the MCU, the direct did, and I was, boy, I ain't going to lie. At the time, I was like, I'm coming and I'm flaming Nate ass up because so a Twitter user got on Twitter and said, oh, I went to uh, acting school or performing art school with Jonathan Majors, and he was an asshole then, and he was very violent then, and he has uh, apparently, allegedly beaten up directors, and uh, he's been aggressive with a lot of people. So I ain't gonna lie. First of all, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Now, I'm reading this, and I thought the MCU Direct was filed for putting it in their article because, bro, this is just some random person on Twitter. Now, when you try to look up their tweets, their account uh, is limited to who can see the tweets. Like, the tweets are protected. So it's like you just never know who's writing shit on Twitter. And I just feel like for a platform with 1.3 million followers, you'll kind of be like, yeah, we're going to stay away from Twitter accusations, you know, and just report the facts, you know, instead of trying to paint a narrative. I don't know who run the MCU Direct, but I thought that was foul as hell. And look, I'm still coming your shit on. But I'm not going as hard as I, I was going to go because then these text messages come out. And boy, oh boy, Jonathan Majors has denied his charge assault of his ex-girlfriend or his girlfriend has now publicly released a text message chain for her to attempt to prove his innocence. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. Which I thought was already weird, but I mean, at this point, motherfuckers is grasping for straws, right? So I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, why wouldn't you just release the video if it's video? I know what people saying that um, it could be a thing where it's like a Oh, no. Oh, yeah. There could be a thing where it's like legal and you can't release the video before court or. But I'm just like, bro, at this point, you know, when you're a famous person. When you're a famous person, it's not like that. It's guilty until proven innocent. You don't get if I catch if I catch a domestic violence situation, I'll go to jail and then I bail out and then. That's it. And then I just have to deal with it myself. I was actually, um, so I'm actually sitting here and uh, one of my coworkers, my manager, he had a, 
uh, an assault case going on. It ended up getting dropped and all of that. But he had an assault case going on, and he fighting it at he fighting in court and still coming to work. Bro, nobody care. You you're not like ain't nobody trying to get your job taken away because you you work at a hospital. You know what I mean? Like, no disrespect to hospital workers, but I mean that's just facts. Like that's factoid. Like so, um, that is what it is. So me personally, I was just if if it's like the case where a woman hit me and maybe I had to, cause he's a big dude. So maybe he had to kind of restrain her and maybe that's why she had marks on her. You never know. I'm not trying to cape. I don't know this man, but I did say he might be my new favorite actor. And boy, I hope that don't come back to bite me in my ass. But, uh, so this is what the text messages say. Now I ain't gonna lie. It may do look a little more shady or not him. But the situation, it made the situation look a little more shady. So I'm going to read it verbatim, right? So this is the first message. Please let me know you're okay when you get this. So I'm assuming he's in jail. Please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. She didn't say, like, if this is her trying to do PR, she's doing a bad job. Because at the end of the day, like, let's let's just keep it real. Like, couples fight. I'm not going to say all the time, but couples do fight. And sometimes you'd be like, like, a woman would be like, damn, I was fucked up. Like, I started this shit. And, you know, I mean, that, that type of thing happens. And then you the guy, so you're going to go to jail because you automatically looked as guilty. All right, let me get back to reading. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had to, we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did that. And I'm so sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. Now that was at six o'clock and okay. So she had to go to the hospital. That's already bad. Oh, and then the lawyer says she was having a mental crisis, right? So they trying to spin it. They trying to spin it is like the best they can. Like shout out to the lawyer, but man, a lot, a lot of it is just not looking good for Jonathan Majors. Um, and then she said, "Now this is three and a half hours later. They just called again to check on me." And I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper they gave me about strangulation and I said, point blank, this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior out of care. She promised all will be relayed. Okay. So yeah, to me, the text messages, it doesn't make him look good. The only thing that would make him look good is if a video come out. 
And only why I say that the text messages don't really make him look good is because you talking about, okay, you only called because he clapped. Because they did say he was the one who called the cops, right? My thing is, the only, okay, this, like I said, this is the only way that he could catch a W with this whole situation because he already, he lost his army ad. Apparently, uh, where are we at with it? Where are we at with it? Can we go back to screenshots? Apparently, Marvel has reportedly spoken with Jonathan Major's agent to discuss potential options going forward following the actor's arrest, which means they might want him to bow out gracefully. And then if that happens, honestly, if that happens, I'm not going to watch anything. Like, I won't watch. It's so hard for me to say because I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm invested like that. But I just think if they had, if they was like, okay, we're just going to uh, recast him and just go on about our merry way. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm feeling that. Like, I was excited for Kane to beat Jonathan Majors. Like, I'm not bullshitting. I was excited for that. And his his thing, like, the way that he killed Loki as he who remains, like, bro, I'm just, I don't know. The only, I'm telling you, the only way he can catch a W is if my mans, is if my mans got a video where maybe she hit him first and then he tried to restrain her or that's the only way. Because think about it. Think about Dana White, right? Let's, th let's think about Dana White. And I don't think it's just because he's white that this low-key got swept under the rug. I think because his wife slapped him first, everybody said, well, you should keep your hands to yourself because he caught back and hit her with a power slap. Like, he really did. He smacked the shit out of his wife. Like, he smacked the shit out of his wife. But it's on camera that he was smacked first. So what do people say? Keep your hands to yourself. You don't want to get hit. You don't hit others. So that's the only way he can catch a W. That's the only way. Other way, other, otherwise, it's not looking good. And I do want to push back on people saying that Ezra Miller didn't get this type of coverage. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yo, people was flaming Ezra Miller to the high heavens. Seriously. And only why DC really said that they was going forward with the project is because the damn movie was pretty much shot and filmed. Like, seriously. And they didn't want to, especially with them pretty much rebooting everything, they didn't want to just let the movie go to waste. So they're like, fuck it, we're just going to do it and get it out there, and that's that. So, I know all the black people out there like, oh, well, they didn't they didn't uh, give Ezra Miller this type of press. First of all, he ain't no Ezra Miller. Jonathan Majors, I would say, is a bigger actor. He was just in a huge movie, Creed 3. The Harder They Fall, huge movie on Netflix. Uh, like, I can't name anything Ezra Miller has been in besides The Flash. Seriously. Like, Jonathan Majors got roles, and he was supposed to be the big bad villain for the next few years at Marvel. So I don't know, man. It's a reason why it's going to be bigger. And then on top of that, when you look at it from the situation or the perspective that, bro, 
he's just Ezra. I don't know. I just I don't know. Ezra Miller, not no Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors is a way bigger actor. So that's my point. That's my uh, thing to the black community because I've seen a lot of that. Like, oh, he getting way more press than Ezra Miller. No, it was the same. They was on Ezra Helmet. Everything Ezra was doing that was weird. It was being reported. It's just you probably don't know because you just don't know. You're not in the loop. Oh, shit. Not the weed. You're just not in the loop. So, yeah, that's all that is. So, yeah, I hope I handled this with kid gloves. Prayers to all involved. Um, domestic violence is not okay. Either way. Either way. Either way. It's not okay. And I don't care. It's not okay. Yo, if he was texting a chick, yo, the street saying, you know, his he got a white baby mom and shit. And uh, the streets are saying he was texting some black chick, thick, thicky Minaj, and uh, you know the white chick had a little problem with it and snatched the phone. Yo, don't snatch people phones either. I'm telling you, like keep your hands to yourself. We all know that. So uh, yeah, that I hope I handled it with kid gloves. And I do feel like I do feel like Jonathan Majors. I feel like he should be held with grace. Um, unless a video just come out, he's just savagely beating his girlfriend. Like, seriously, if it's some shit like that, fuck you. We, we, you're like, we, we don't, we're not dealing with that, especially when you know what you got to lose. Like, if that's the case, then no. But if it's just some shit where they had just a little scrap between couples, let's give the man some grace. I don't think he should have to lose his career. Especially if nothing like this ever comes up again, you know, I don't think he should have to lose his career if, you know, him and his girl was just tripping out, you know. I don't, I, I mean, personally, I don't think so, you know, especially if she hit him first. I'm telling you, if you're going to give Dana White that grace, you got to give it to Jonathan Majors. Like I said, we don't know what happened. I'm patiently waiting on the video to drop. I'm surprised if it if it's if it's really a video. I'm surprised TMZ hasn't gotten wind of it because remember when that what happened with Draymond and Jordan Poole? It was hearsay. Like oh, will this happen? Then all of a sudden TMZ just dropped the video. Like TMZ always gets the videos. So if it really is a video, I'm actually surprised that TMZ hasn't gotten the footage of it yet. So I don't know. Praying for the footage. Fingers crossed it looks good. And, um, yeah, it's going to be really sad if my man should go out like that. At, like, Because it's just the start. Like, it's just the start of his career. He, he hasn't really shot up yet, you know, especially when you consider Ant-Man 3 being a flop. This is way before the accusations or anything. Like, he was supposed to carry it. And it's not just his fault because it's Paul Rudd's movie. So they're supposed to carry it and they didn't. So I don't know, man. But it's still the highest grossing movie of, of 2023. So I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah. So that's the end on the Jonathan Majors situation. Hopefully it's not a surviving Jonathan Majors thing that come out. But uh, it, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right, so we had a lot of Marvel news to talk about. So switching over to March Movie Madness, 
And our movie was Dungeons and Dragons, final movie of March Movie Madness. And I'm going to tell you this, two hours, 14 minutes, adventure fantasy. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to sit here and lie. 90% on the tomato meter, 92% on the audience score. I'm right there in the middle. 90, Give me 91%. I'm right there in the middle. Um, I thought it was a good movie starting off in the jail cell. My man's over here pleading his case. Let's get the uh, cast up. Can we get the cast up, please? Dungeons and Dragons cast. 150 million dollar budget too. Holy, it looked like it though. It didn't look like it was. It was. It didn't look like it was shitty budget for sure. So yeah, I thought. Uh, so we starting off with Egan, and bro, he was brilliant. He was brilliant in the movie. Chris Pine, he was brilliant. I thought his jokes was like perfect timing. I really, honestly, I really enjoyed him. He kind of gave me so. And I know this is a, a Dungeons and Dragons movie, and maybe it's because it could be because Marvel is just such like the sci-fi standard, I guess. A lot of this movie gave me Marvel feels. Like, even though it was a totally different Dungeons and Dragons fantasy type shit, gave me a lot of Marvel feels. So the movie starting off, it gave me Thor. Thor Ragnarok vibes, like he's sitting there pleading this case to a, and it, 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 I don't know why it reminded me when Thor was like spinning in the circle and shit, but it gave me that vibe, and I thought it was good, and I thought it started off with a bang. So he pleading this case, he's telling a story about how his wife got killed and all of this stuff, and it led to him doing all of these mischievous things, but he ended up doing it good. He, he ended up doing the bad things good because he didn't hurt anyone. And he got a crew together, and he raised his daughter, and all of this stuff. And he was like, Jonathan? Like, it was so funny. He's like, yo, where's Jonathan? He kept trying to stall because he just assumed that they was going to deny his pardon. But honestly, when he told his story, I was like, if I'm listening... I would pardon him. I would give him parole, right? So I thought that shit was funny because when Jonathan walked in, they knocked his ass out the window and escaped. And one of the creatures was like, I was about to pardon you. Like, it was so funny. Me and my nephew, shout out to my nephew, Zion. He actually spent the last two weeks going with me for March Movie Madness. John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons this week. Had a good time with him. So shout out to my nephew, Zion. Y'all might see him on podcast soon. Y'all might see him on podcast soon. But uh, yeah, so you start off like that. And I thought he killed it. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, she played Olga Kilgore. And I mean, come on, man. What can you say? What, what more can you say about Michelle Rodriguez? She has been a staple in Hollywood ever since the first Fast and the Furious. Remember, she popped off with that, and then she came out, Resident Evil, did a good job in that movie, and she's just been a staple in Hollywood. Remember, she played a huge role in the first Avatar. She also said, fuck that, I'm not about to be revived and be in the second Avatar. I'm dying with the character that died in the first one. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez, the only step back she had is when she tried to play a tranny, and I mean, come on. I I 
Well, no, I'm not gonna lie. That movie was trash. And then I get why why like the transsexual community was like, we're not gonna sit here and act like getting a sex change is a punishment. And then I, when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I agree with that. And I thought it was kind of trash because, bro, a woman just can't look like a man. I don't care what you like, like she. So we're not gonna go over the whole thing, but you know, the movie she tried to be a man and. Like, bro, you can't hide you can't hide them bones, man. You look like a woman. But anyways, far go off on a tangent. So yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, she is a staple, and she was a staple in this movie. I really enjoyed her. Like the cast in this movie was just I thought everybody in this movie was well casted for every every character. Sophia Lillis playing Doric. She was good in that. She was someone who could shapeshift into any animal, it seemed like. She could turn into a deer. And <clears throat> I think her scenes were the best scenes in the movie. All of her scenes were her action scenes were like the best. She transforming to a snake. And I think the best one when she was a deer and she was trying to run away. I mean, it was so cool. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was dope. Uh, who else we got? And again, going back to Chris Pine, I think his jokes just hit super hard. Every joke to me landed of his. It was some jokes that was cringe, but I mean, it's 2023. You can't really have a movie without some type of cringe jokes, it seems like, unless you're John Wick 4. Hey, another thing I thought about too, and I told my nephew this, it's hard seeing a movie after John Wick because that movie was so great. And then when you see the fight choreography in this movie, like, shout out to Michelle Rodriguez. Her fight choreography wasn't bad, but it wasn't like when you watch John Wick and see her fight choreography, it's just, it's just not the same. Sorry. So my favorite character might fuck around and be Reggie Gene Page, and he played Zink. And Again, bringing it back to Marvel. His character reminded me of Drax, but not a dumbass. Like, he took everything literal, but he wasn't stupid about it. Like, he was like, it was just certain things he was saying that just made sense about metaphors and, you know. And besides, he could fight. Like, his fight scenes was great. His leadership was great in the film. Like, when he came into the film, it was halfway through, and I was sitting here wishing he had been in the film the whole way. He was great. Uh, who else we got? Justice Smith plays Simon Amar. Great character. Great character. I love a character who's so unsure of himself. It's definitely a cliche. You're unsure of yourself, but by the end of the film, you regain your confidence. We again, again, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. This is what happened with him. Damn. This is a copy of Marvel. But this is what happened with America Chavez, which the copy of Marvel could be Marvel just copying off a bunch of Hollywood stereotypes. Uh, so America Chavez, she couldn't reach her full potential. Remember, she didn't know how to travel the multiverse on her own. She could only do it out of fear. This is what happened with Simon. 
he could only do something when his back was against the wall. So he was trying to rob everyone when they first popped up on him. And yo, you guys have to see these movies because I really don't want to explain it. I like to just talk about like my part, my favorite parts about it. So he was trying to rob, he was trying to rob these uh people at his at his magic show, and he got distracted because uh Egan and Holga broke out of jail and he was like, Oh my god, that's is that you? And then everybody's belongings, like all of their gold and everything, it fell, and then they was all trying to kill him. And while they were trying to kill him, he was able to like take everybody up to this the roof and send everybody down and escape. And it was cool. And when you look at it, you're like, okay, he's one of those guys. And it was like that throughout the whole film. It was like that throughout the whole film. No, I'm not going to that movie. It was like that throughout the whole film. So I thought that shit was cool and I liked it, but it is like, maybe that's just a cliche thing. Eventually, he ended up being able to be the guy, you know, at the end. Sophina was Daisy, or Daisy Head is Sophina. I'm assuming... Oh, yeah, she was the bald-headed chick. Yeah, she was good. Uh, her act, I mean, her role in the film was kind of just, like, bland. I guess she was supposed to be, but, eh, I, I really didn't care so much for it. Chloe Coleman was Kira, and she was uh, Edgar's daughter, which, I ain't gonna lie, every time I see a movie... When the kid don't go anytime, like I'm not even bushing. Anytime I see a movie where the kid just disrespects the dad and it's just like, oh well, fuck you. Like, I just hate it. I ain't gonna lie. Like, she was cool, but I'm like, bro, this your dad at the end of the day. You don't take some strange, like, even though because eventually, uh, we talking about Ford, she was played by Hugh Grant. He was a bad guy, and he was pretty much like the main antagonist. Like, you just don't do that. I don't like when people, I don't, regardless, I don't even care if my, my parents going to eventually kill me. I'm going down with them to the death because that's who brought me in this world. They take me out. And I just feel like even if he was gone for two years, you come back, your dad like, all right, you got to come with me now. Like, that's just what should happen. I could be speaking from a dad point of view, but I'm just like, bro. I, I didn't like that, and she was like a little brat, kind of. She was cool, but uh, she was like a little brat. I kind of feel like that was like all of the big characters. Uh, Hugh Grant was good in this movie, though. Hugh Grant was good. His comedy started off a little cringe, but it got better, and towards the end of the movie... I was like, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. And that's what I want in my villains. Like, I want to look at my villains like, bro, you a piece of shit. Like, seriously, you a piece of shit. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Hugh Grant. He did good in this film. And let's talk about, I think my favorite, The I know the funniest part in this film was when, so they had to find out where this helmet was that was like this sacred helmet, but no one knew where it was. And they had to uh, dig, 
they had to dig up all of these old people that died in the battle. And it was so funny because you can only ask them five questions, right? Because of the spell. And when they asking, it's like he at like uh Egan, which is Chris Pine, he's asking other people questions, and the dude is like acting like they asked him, and then he just dies. And once you ask him the fifth question, they die. So they had to dig up like four people. And I just thought that scene was just pure comedy. That was like organic comedy. It was a part two at the end when Doric, she was able to be like this bird, bear or something. And I thought it was a little cheesy rip off of uh, Avengers. I'm telling you, bro, they, they was ripping off Avengers in this shit. So remember the end of Avengers when Thor picked up Loki and slammed him all around? Like, that was pretty much what happened at the end of this movie. She picked up Sophina and she just bound, 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 and she was slamming her. And they, they went over the top with it, so it was funny. But I thought it was a, a ripoff of Loki. So, or not Loki, but uh, that Loki moment between Hulk and Loki puny god. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So yeah, that was the only part I thought was a little cringe. And it was actually good, but because I already felt like it was ripping off Avengers, I just thought that was a little more rip-off-y. So I thought that was an L. But other than that, good movie, solid film. I would give it a 7 out of 10. Really go see it. Definitely family-friendly. You know, go see that with the kids because a lot of kids are into D&D. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not really into Dungeons and Dragons, but I appreciated the movie. I thought it was very well written. Uh, honestly, if John Wick wasn't so good, it might be an 8 out of 10, but like I said, nostalgic, nostalgia is a drug that we are all addicted to, and I want that feeling I got when I left John Wick and when I left Creed 3. I didn't get that feeling when I left Dungeons and Dragons or like Scream 6. So I'll give it a solid 7, 7 out of 10. Thought it was good. I would watch it again on whenever I want to go see it again, but I would watch it again if it's on HBO Max or something. So yeah, go check it out. And um, that is the end of March Movie Madness, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed March Movie Madness. I do it for y'all, man. But I ain't gonna lie, I probably would have went to go. Well, I wouldn't if it I wouldn't have went to go see Scream Six. I'm not gonna lie. Scream Six, I wouldn't have went to go see, and I wouldn't have went to go see Dungeons and Dragons. So I do this for y'all, you know. I, I eat popcorn for y'all, you know. I buy ten dollar MMs for y'all because I love the I love my audience, man. So, like I said, please get us a 45 star ratings on Spotify, it would be much appreciated. I think we got 300-something followers. Let's get it to 400-something, right? Uh, where are we at with it? Mm. Okay, so we got 341 followers. Can we get it to 350? Let's get to 350 followers on Spotify, please. And other than that, I will be back. We are working on, still working on YouTube videos, getting that done. 
Believe until you make believers. And I'll be back next week. See you for Super Smash Bros. That's the next movie. I don't know what the title will be. It's definitely not March Movie Madness, but it's just probably movie reviews. But uh, we'll be back next week. Never a dull moment in the Marvel Universe. That's for damn sure. Never a dull moment at Kevin 27 World either. So make sure you subscribe. And I will be here next week back with another banger of an episode. Peace.